Um, so I wanted to share the scripture today um, and also, um, yeah, just give a disclaimer before I start <laughs> that um, I am no expert in this topic and um, that, um, yeah, I'm just going to share some of my own experiences about this that have come up in the last few months. So um, I feel like it's very timely. Um, but yeah, I hope that something I say is helpful, but, um, yeah, I, again, I'm no expert, so, um, yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, okay, so the scripture I'm going to read is from John 14, 25 through 27. Um, if you don't have it on the screen, that's cool. I can totally read it. Okay, perfect. I'm telling you these things while I'm still living with you. The friend, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request, will make everything plain to you. He will remind you of all the things I have told you. I am leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you. Peace. I don't leave you the way you're used to being left, feeling abandoned, bereft. So don't be upset. Don't be distraught. Um, Okay, so... I was thinking back to the last time that I shared with y'all, and um, that was in May in Mo- on Mother's Day, and I was telling you about how scared I was to start maybe a potential journey towards motherhood, not knowing what would happen, and it feels like the last six months have kind of been an unraveling of mine <laughs> and Tom's life since then, um, which is why I suspect maybe Austin asked if I would share about these today. (laughs) Um, And in no way do I, again, like I said, consider myself an expert. But um, peace feels best, I think, when it's like, when I know that it's coming. Like I talked about in the um, Advent um, email this week that um, it's like I like when it's coming at the end of yoga class. Like I know it's coming, Shavasana is coming. And so I'm like, oh, I can be peaceful now. Or, like, I went through something difficult, and I'm like, oh, I can be at peace. Like, I like knowing when peace is going to come. Like, every person who likes to be in control of the situation. (laughs) Yeah. So, let me just recap, just to share what's happened in the last few months that kind of shattered our idea of worldly peace. Um, And... um, Yeah, I'm thankful for the people in the back row who have been a part of this journey with me. Um, So thank you guys for coming. Um, So the last day of school last year, I got in a car accident, um, which was just the start of the the chaos, I guess. Um, Tom had his last major requirement to complete for school, um, but it was really difficult. Um, It was a math class, (laughs) Um, and it felt like he wasn't going to graduate for a time. Um, Miraculously, somehow he pulled off a C. We don't know how. (laughs) And he got on the plane for Spain, and meanwhile, like, we thought, okay, the chaos is over. It's like, we made it through this tough six weeks, (laughs) and then um, meanwhile, that Um, While on vacation with my family, I broke my wrist in another country, came back and thought, oh, this is, I just am going to go to the doctor and 
get a really cool colored cast so I can go meet my husband in Spain. And um, the doctor was like, no, you need surgery, like, tomorrow. So um, I had surgery um, four days before I left for Spain. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, and that, so that was a whole nother, you know, trial and just being on my own and having community support me, which was amazing in its own way. Um, but we came back the day before I started school, and I was pregnant, but I didn't know it yet, and so I was a mess. <laughs> and, like, my hormones were crazy, and, like, Tom started looking for a job. I'd come home from work and just be like, why are there dishes in the sink? Like, you know, I just, I had no sense of peace at all whatsoever. Um, I thought, it's only been three days, Tom hasn't had a job, but I was like, I'm never going to make it through the next few months, you know? There was a lot of hope in the beginning, but when I, like, found out I was pregnant, like, it, it started to get more serious, and we, like, our hope for the future started waning. So I kept thinking to myself, how are we going to pay for a baby? And those of you that have had babies or know that, like, they start charging you up front the minute they find out. Um, I was like, oh, we only have one income, and our savings was wrecked this summer by our trip to Europe and all the unplanned surgical expenses. Um, and then how, like, should we look for a daycare or potential childcare when we didn't even know if one of us would be working? And the list of what-ifs went on and on. And... Those of you also that have experienced pregnancy, or if you haven't yet, just know that it is filled (laughs) with its own sense of anxiety. Um, Unknowns are just a part of the journey. Tomorrow, we're supposed to get an ultrasound to find out the gender, and it's been three months, and I'm just like, I can't sleep. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, this morning I was doing the Chinese calendar, (laughs) trying to, like, figure out what it might be, just, and worrying about my dog interacting with the baby, just all these crazy things, um, things that you maybe don't need to worry about right now. Um, and as I feel the baby move, I have to remember, and my, our friend Lauren told me this, Lauren shuts up. That, like, today I have a healthy baby, and that's all I know, and that's all I can really find peace in. Like, today, that's all I know, and I can't worry about tomorrow yet, because I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and Lauren posted this week about Mary and her anxieties, and Mary felt God's peace despite the chaos of the situation. And Dustin, Drew, Aisha, Allison, and Caitlin also shared about how External circumstances don't have to dictate inner peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace and offers shalom to us no matter what is going on in our worldly life. It's like so easy to say and harder to live. (laughs) Um, So um, when I was in San Francisco, my friend prior, so this is almost like over 10 years ago, she used to tell me that she was always trying to have this approach to life where she was trying to live like this with her palms open. And I feel like that's always stuck with me, that um, I can't hold on to things as tightly as I want to. Um, And so 
I felt like the months of August, September, and October were like me trying so hard to fight doing this, but really trying hard to do this. And things would happen that I knew that God was showing us that we would be okay. We got like a check from the insurance company, or our friends would help Tom find temporary work. Or um, they would send us a random gift card to HEB just out of the blue. Um, Austin told us that we would be okay. Um, People would be excited for us when we told them we were pregnant. And my friend Amanda would tell me, like, Meg, you're not going to bed hungry. (laughs) Like, you have everything you need right now, even though you you don't see it. Um, And... It was like a wilderness period, I guess, is definitely how I would, I would, um, com- what I would compare it to. And um, I had to eat outside because smells were so nauseating to me. Um, so in the morning, it still wasn't cold, so I would, um, I get up early, um, and <laughs> I have to get up early, and um, it would still be dark outside, and I would go outside, and I would sit outside, and I would eat breakfast because that was the only way I could do it, and I would look at this tree that our friend Mitch had planted like over 30 years ago and I would just look at the tree and try and swallow my food and just be like God is here and I I don't know how to explain it except yeah it was just this feeling that I had every day even though there were so many unknowns like I felt God's peace looking in the backyard in the dark um, somehow we were going to get through it. So I wish I could say now that like Tom has this job and everything's so great. And it, I mean, it's <laughs> better, <laughs> but it doesn't, peace does not feel like more tangible. I thought, oh, like once this happens, I will feel this peace. And Jess had told me like, uh, I don't know if that will happen for you because it really hasn't happened for me. Like, you sometimes always feel like the other shoe's going to drop. And when I thought about situational peace, I got scared. Something could happen at Tom's new job. Something could happen to our baby at any moment. Um, for me, the opposite of peace feels like anxiety. And I'm always really good at finding something to be anxious about. Tom will just tell me, I don't know what you have to be anxious about in this moment, but I will find something ridiculous to, to, find, like to be anxious about. Um, and when I think about the biblical peace that's offered this season, I start to feel more at ease. If Mary could travel nine months pregnant and give birth in a stable with God present, I can too. If the shepherds were scared, just like Justin Dustin were saying, and God comforted them, then we can be comforted too. And I wanted us to think about the same questions that Brian asked last week about hope. So how can we continue to see this season of Advent like a pilgrimage, like a journey? What's something that you personally want peace about? Where do we want God to show up? and bring peace. As a church, what does this mean for us? And um, thanks to Holly, I looked to Sarah Bessie. Um, She 
is a great resource for Advent advice. And I feel like something popped up on my Instagram feed, and I was like, oh, Sarah's going to have the answer to the peace dilemma that I'm feeling. And um, I wanted to read you some of her reflections on peace. And she talks about driving a car. And I feel like I've been really struggling with having peace while driving recently. Um, It could be like two car accidents in a year span. It could be, I feel like traffic is becoming more and more crazy. I I don't know. It could be highways. Like I just, it could be being pregnant. I don't know. But like being in the car is really stressful for me. And um, I feel like she talks about driving and being in the car in a moment where she really is out of control. Like we are out of control, even though we feel like we're in control when we're driving. Um, But we can still find peace. And we're steering the car, but Jesus is in control. And it's the surrendering of that control, like the open palm approach that like, again, I want to grip the steering wheel and just keep my palms closed. And it's there that I need to find peace. Um, So I want to end with Sarah's words. And um, yeah, we'll go from there. I believe that peacemaking is more in step with Jesus than peacekeeping. I believe in the voices crying in the wilderness, prophesying with their lives about the kingdom of God. I I believe we will see swords beaten into plowshares, but it won't happen by magic. Poof. But instead, it will be because we realize that it's us, and we are it, and get to the good work of following Jesus and embodying the peace that we have found. I believe that peace begins with forgiveness and conversation and reconciliation. And I believe in miracles. I'm so ridiculous. I believe that small acts of peace are still acts of peace. I believe in creating peace, in disrupting for peace, in the truth that peace isn't always polite, and it certainly isn't status quo, and it isn't always cozy with twinkle lights, And it will make people uncomfortable because they're so used to benefiting from the lack of it. I was like, ooh, that is good. (laughs) I believe peace is hard fought in the corners of our own hearts long before it's demonstrated and enacted. I believe in a peaceful imagination that dares towards joy and hope and challenges the way it is and the way it's always been and the way it it will likely always be done. I believe that the Holy Spirit is more than enough within us. I believe that Jesus wasn't stupid or naive or just didn't get what it means to be alive these days. I believe that Jesus transforms us, even our desires and our thoughts, into who we were meant to be all along. I believe that evil and sin and violence and brutality of all sorts are all cancers in us killing us all, and that love only cures such things. Only love can pull out the tentacles of these cancers. And I believe Advent reminds me that peace was announced then and peace was promised and that peace is our birthright and our end game and our wholeness at last. I believe in singing a song of peace, declaring that God is not dead, nor does God sleep in the midst of a thunderstorm. Because peace is what God announced at the birth of God, self among us, peace, peace on earth. And peace is what we are headed towards, what we believe in and what we practice. Peace is what Jesus left with us. And so look, here in my hands, 
I'm holding the steering wheel of one tiny vehicle, and I'm steering us all home and all the way there. Watch me. I'm singing in the dark and in the storm. So I just want to leave you with that and for you guys to think this week, maybe while you're driving, (laughs) maybe in a situation where it's really hard to find peace. How can you have this approach, the surrendering of control, where God can find peace in us? I'm going to try tomorrow at the doctor. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys can join me in your own journeys. Um, So yeah, Um, let's pray really quick, and then I'll call the band up for communion. Um, God, I just thank you today for... Um, this group of people here, and um, I just ask that you bring them peace this morning, even if it's something that feels really intangible and far away, that you give them comfort in knowing that you are the bringer of peace and that our external circumstances don't determine how much peace we feel. In your name we pray. Amen.